0: i wouldn't be surprised if cd lamb popped off and had a massive game out the slot the Dropback with sam lewis matt burns peak joe costanzo and sam wilson
1: hello and welcome back to the Dropback nfl show here on brit and i've seen joe's looked away from his phone long enough to join us very nicely joe Get I'm it. Sam Lewis, and other than Joe, I'm joined by Stan Wilson and Matt Burns-Peak. How are you boys doing, fellas? Good. back, boys. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm,
2: come I'm, around.
0: I'm looking forward to another few months of sleep deprivation, but it'll be worth it.
1: In a fun way, though, right?
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: You're worth going to uni. You sleep in the day when lectures are happening.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Especially if some of the lectures are going to be online as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, football, being... not endorse people. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're, not you're a model
0: student, stand. <laughs> I
2: think
1: if we're leading by example, we absolutely do. The, the dropout the basically news... happened because
2: we didn't go to so. lectures. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the biggest news in the NFL, apart from obviously season kicker off today, is that Tua Tagovailoa is not a captain, has been passed up ahead of a load of backups. What does this say about his future in Miami, Matt?
2: Shut the hell up. <laughs> Don't <laughs> even come at me with that rubbish, man. Since when do callbacks have to be captains?
0: Huh?
1: Exactly. Every time they're any good. Trevor's Whoa. a captain. Zach Wilson's a captain. They're just first years, Matt. Is the captain. Yeah, he's a rookie.
2: those are two teams that have got absolutely no one else.
1: And you got backups
0: you thought was going to be cut. Uh, I, am to say,
2: I am going to say I did think it was very strange, some of the na- not not because it what, two was on that list, but because some of the names on that list... Basically, all of them, apart from Alander, Robbins, Robert, sorry, and uh, McCourty, I had as probably going to get cut um, before the season kicked off. So for them to, one, make the roster and then, two, basically be secured on that roster by the fact that they're team captains, that would basically indicate that they're they're not going anywhere. They're not going to be, like, jumping between practice squad and and the the 53. So, yeah, it was pretty weird, to be honest. It was pretty strange.
1: I think it's been blown out of proportion a bit. It's oh, not yeah. really a big deal, but it is just a bit weird more than anything yeah. else. It's just loose.
2: Just it's just weird. loose, loose shit from the Dolphins as always. Right. So
1: other than that, which I'm sure is gonna be a huge storyline because we're not gonna hear the end of two. Every time we either vote to a touchdown or a pick, it's gonna be, oh see, the Dolphins are gonna be right to take two. Oh, they shouldn't have done it, they should have taken yeah. Justin Herbert instead. <laughs> it
0: is <laughs> a pointless <laughs> conversation, really. Welcome
1: what, what other sto- what other storylines are you looking forward to seeing this year? Low be nice being
0: thought. You know what I'm looking forward to seeing is the one r- rookie wide receiver who's taking the top two rounds that hasn't had any hype revolving around him, really.
3: Rondale Moore.
0: Ar- Rondale um, Moore. No, they- I think there have been more Elijah Moore stories. Like, even guys like Diane Brown. There have all been storylines surrounding these guys taking the top two rounds. Hey, I'm not saying... that I'm not say talking about the quality of the player. I'm talking about the fact that he slipped relatively under the radar. And we all know the Rondale Moore is a weapon who can, he's got a high floor, but also quite a low ceiling in the fact that he's, he's a gadget guy, essentially he didn't see much action down the field in college purely because his quarterbacks were quite poor. So the way he was utilized was jet sweeps and special design plays to get the ball in his hand. So it's whether Cliff can replicate that in Arizona or use him as he has done in like training camp and preseason as a, as a normal wide receiver, a route running slot receiver who's, very, very good at it. like he's been toasting people is he and not breaking somewhat
1: Buried on that depth chart a little bit, like you do have quite a lot of receivers. A lot
0: in, of yeah, we we carry about we carry six receivers because of the nature of our scheme. But then you've got also got to look at the fact he's playing slot, which is also played by Christian Kirk, who has been well. He's left a lot to be desired, to say the least, over and his first Andy, few seasons.
3: Isabella as well, isn't he? Isabella's
0: is not on the roster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: I didn't realise he was gone. Joe much.
1: Buffett and missed that news. I mean, I do like that when we thought of this idea last week, put it in the chat, I had to specify to Matt, hey, let's not talk about our own teams because I was worried that him and Joe would do it. So you've got a look at you by your first article, first storyline being about the Arizona Cardinals. But you know what?
0: To be fair, it I don't talk about the Cardinals much. You. I don't well, talk you, about it... the Cardinals much, to be fair.
1: you mm. I mean, I'm... you talk about how more than the average fan should talk about the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. But we can forgive him yeah, for that.
0: You, that's just you slandering the Cardinals at the end of the day.
1: sees so. <laughs> <laughs> right through you. All right, Matt, please tell me you haven't built something about the Miami Dolphins. No, I've, I've got
2: a bit of a more general one, to be honest. And I think that is, um, again, sort of wide receiver aimed at more than, than other positions. But I'm quite looking forward to seeing, in general, rookies being given a platform to succeed after actually having a training camp actually having a preseason obviously last season with covid and everything like that it got cut short and we saw a lot of rookies basically sort of thrown in at the deep end and yeah i mean like uh, some of the bigger name rookies i don't think we really saw as much out of them as we were expecting and i think a lot of that owes to the situation um you know the nfl is a is a tough gig when you're fully prepared so to say that a lot That's of different. rookies last year had to go in completely basically unprepared in, in terms of with what semblance of a of a training camp they got um i'm looking forward this year to to seeing rookies being in a, in a position to succeed a bit more uh, and maybe seeing a bit more sort of you know fireworks from more of the rookies this season i mean last season we still had some great some great sort of coming out parties um with some of the rookies for sure but i, I think we'll see in dren- general more rookies succeeding this season
3: Justin Herbert did it right, though. Yeah, that. that's what I mean. Like there, there was obviously Jefferson Justin Herbert right was great.
2: Well. Jefferson was very good, but I think I think in Trevor. general um, we'll see a high level of higher level of play from rookies this season than we did last year. <laughs> Correction: Who did that? make the roster? Stan, is
3: that you?
0: It was Keyshawn Johnson who got cut. I thought I'd be honest.
3: Oh, uh, good lads! My you know what? God, points, I was right. You, I was right. You're wrong about your own team. <laughs> Well done, well done, Joe.
1: You know, so let's old. celebrate it with your storyline.
3: Wheelchair firm. Um <laughs> my favorite storyline for twenty twenty one, it's a fun one. Is Jameis Winston. The I want to see Jameis Winston at the Saints be the starting QB. I think that's gonna be really fun. I think we've not had that in uh with Sean Payton having a gunslinger like that before. So uh that'll be Just really interesting to see. So Mm. he could either throw a bunch of touchdowns or a bunch of picks, or both. Either way,
2: it's going to be entertaining.
3: Yeah. I mean, does he make the
2: whole season as a starter? I was just going to ask that.
1: Yeah. What, sorry? Is he a starter the full season, or does Sean Payton's love for Taysom Hill turn his head at some point?
3: I don't think Taysom Hill is a starting quarterback in the league. No, but
1: unfortunately, you're not the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. Unfortunately, I know, but there on is also a reason really. <laughs>
3: that you know Jameis is currently the starting QB of the Saints. That's because Sean Payton's got faith in him, and also Drew Drew Breeze said directly to Jameis that this is his team now. When he retired, just Sam. You
2: were the captain now. Look at you.
3: <laughs> but yeah, and with that, with those, with those brand new eyes, all those crazy off-season shenanigans. I mean, yeah, you've weirdest... when he played in the preseason, it was fun to watch. He was throwing tuddies for days. Nice. That's what we yeah. like to see. How long until he needs to um,
0: update his laser, laser eye surgery though? Because like that's that's not something that lasts for life. You do have to go back and get more laser like eye every surgery. Five years. Like five years. So yeah. essentially he's got like four years left.
2: This is his window.
0: Well, yeah, he could just do it again. This, is, right your so. super, this is your Super Bowl it's window like, in New Orleans.
1: <laughs> it's completely yeah. relied on this QB's eyes. What also, wasn't it just a colour blindness thing rather than actually he could, no. couldn't see? I'd say both is an issue, no, was, to be honest. Was I, mean, I, could see, see. I could see colour color
2: blindness being a problem in the NFL.
0: I mean, unless you've got one team in pure white jersey and the other team in like a dark-coloured jersey, it's going to be quite difficult. Yeah. So, for example, if a team like, I don't know, the Cardinals is playing against... The t- like the Bengals in their home orange uniforms, it could get quite confusing if Does all that you're happen? seeing is just one. I trade. thought they,
1: the the waiting usually wears white.
0: Oh, I, d- I don't know. I'm just using a random example.
1: Helmets, though, Stan. You've got the example there on helmets. helmets there it's you the go, helmets, because the NFL
0: are stupid. Because the NFL are yeah. stupid, and you. Well, that's can't changing though.
1: They're gonna they're it gonna will. start allowing backup helmets, though every team's just gonna keep the same color basically and just use an old design. Mm. Yeah, don't hate them. Mm.
0: I mean, you never know. There could be a team that comes out with a completely different alternate helmet. Mm. Yeah. Be yeah. pretty cool. Go full Oregon style on us.
2: Yeah. Or yeah, the Texans could just Nike own Oregon. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I was going to say the Texans could just cut to the chase and go own 16 on their helmet and uh... 17. Uh, 17 now, yeah, my bad.
1: Going to be the first Come team on, to man. lose 17 games in an NFL season. That's Dang. true. Wow. I mean, that sort it of links does. to my storyline, which is that we're basically going to see every single NFL record broken this year because of that extra game. It will feel a bit shallow, yeah. though, do you not think? Which record oh, yeah, Every single broken. one's going to have an asterisk. Joe, you're being joined by someone in the room. Is that Jack? No, it's Alex. What, <laughs> what does Alex think her favourite um, NFL storyline is going to be?
3: What's your favourite NFL storyline, Alex, for this season? Oh, oh, she's actually... Are you it. in the living room? <laughs> yes, I am in the living room. Welcome to Dropback. The most professional Alex, live stream Facebook, in way. sports history. Alex, you're on four
1: different social <laughs> channels. So. I knew that would get her. <laughs> uh Yeah. But yeah. it's other... cool. I mean, it's an extra eye on the platform, isn't it?
3: She said uh, Ar- Aaron Rodgers coming back in a big way.
1: Nice. Yeah. Good take, uh, a good, sh- good shout from her to be fair. Yeah. I thought hers would be about um the fans because I know how much she loves to get rowdy in the stands, so <laughs> she I is a rowdy, rowdy one to be fair. But yeah. I mean that's going to happen tonight. It's going to be first game in they're all going to have NFL fans in. Woo. I know. So some of them they practice? can all just chant defense.
2: Thank god. What a difference that would Are any
1: full capacity, sports, you know? Guys. Most of them and probably all of Florida.
3: Oh, yeah. Florida. Yeah. Florida for, sure, for sure. Maybe probably Texas as well. Hi.
0: Fun fact: My coach won't allow the defense chant on our sideline when we're on the field.
1: Why does he hate defense?
0: He doesn't know he just hates the chant. He thinks it sounds stupid.
1: I mean, it does, but the so they're loud, so they. I think he sounds stupid.
0: But...
3: I prefer just going ah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be fair, that's pretty bad. That
2: does say a lot about you, like you as well, Joe. To be fair,
1: just like
0: miscellaneous like shouting.
1: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Ah. Awesome. <laughs> so let's have a look at some defenses that will have Joe going. One more time. Ah uh... <laughs> this season. Who are your boys' like favourite top three defenses? But...
3: Wait, this season, I, I thought oh god. You so, thought it was this week. This week. Well, well like, you just don't just extrapolate what you've got. You don't have to
1: <laughs> He tried to do his homework, he just can't read.
3: Right. <laughs> I didn't make this clear in the instructions.
1: Terrible hope. <laughs> why terrible would team. why would that be a category who are your favorite three <laughs> okay, defenses this week
3: it's fine just just
1: get build a bridge and get over it all right so, so let's kick it off with not joe stand you're taking away some of your favorite defenses this year just pick one now i'm going to pick
0: one and i'm going to go for a very 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 obvious one i'm going to go for the pittsburgh steelers
3: Actually, oh, stack team.
0: it's a stacked team the stack the linebacking core is just it's loaded TJ Watt, Devin Bush Jr., Joe Schober, Alex Highsmith, and on the line in front, you've got Cam Hayward, Tyson Alulu and Chris Warmley. As a front. Do you seven, mean
1: TJ Watt turns up?
0: He will turn mm. up. He's a, he's a stealer through and through. And if I there's mean, anyone they refuse who to pay him any guaranteed money past if there year. is any player who they would break their no extensions during the season rule for, it would have to be TJ Watt. He's one of the best players in the league, if not the best defensive player currently. Like maybe just a shade behind Aaron Donald. You've yeah, got to resign the guy, surely. The
1: biggest sticking point, apparently, is that the Steelers have a model that they refuse to guarantee anything other than fully guarantee anything other than the first year of a player's contract. Mm. I need to change with the times, my friend.
2: Yeah. Or, That's I can understand
0: t- what I could understand doing it if, like, when down the stretch they resign Najee Harris, I can understand doing something like that because running backs. No, because notoriously, running backs on their second contracts get injured quite quickly and then fall off a cliff.
3: It's because running backs are worthless to you. That's why he hates Joe.
0: Their knees go, yeah, that is why I hate Joe.
1: (laughs) Try and tackle me, boy. (laughs) One-on-one. Oh, let's 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 do that. Let's do that. I'm up um, for that. I'm up for that. Good content. Joe, you have to try and hurdle him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm the last person you want I'm to try a and hurdle. <laughs> All
1: right, so Pittsburgh Steelers. Didn't they lose both their starting? Oh no, they've got Joe Hayden. Didn't they lose the starting cornerback on the other side this year?
0: And they're playing Cam Sutton. Was it Mike, jo... Mike Hilton? Hughes? Hilton was like Mike Hilton. Hilton was the nickel. Hilton's Mike gone Hilton. now. Yeah,
3: he was nickel.
0: They traded for like a Keller with a spoon. So I don't know if he's gonna be playing the slot role. So it's going to be Joe Hayden, Cam Sussman at corner, and then safety duo of Terrell Edmonds, and my bet for defensive player of the year this season, Minka Fitzpatrick.
3: Whoa. Yeah.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Was that a whoa? What's your... What are you
3: owing at? It's just a bit triggered that you said Minka Fitzpatrick. Don't you dare say
2: his name. No, Minka Fitzpatrick is a sick player, to be fair. I, I don't know if I'd go as far as to... Put him in the conversation for the defensive player of the
3: year, he was in the but... conversation last year, though. Yeah, the
2: conversation within his own household. <laughs> Mum said it,
1: but I mean, TJ Watt was kind of above him in the conversation. You will, yeah. and you also admitted it was a good shout when Stan said that on the show earlier in the week, available for more major podcatchers whenever you get a chance to download. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, but then you think about like, I mean, it's just the Aaron Donald Award, isn't it, really?
2: Or at least it should be because he is not only. The best professional yeah, player be, but... in the NFL. He's also arguably the best player in the NFL. So I kind of yeah. find it difficult to put anyone else in the in a serious conversation for that award.
1: Yeah. Um, so Matt, if we can have a best defense from you that isn't the Miami Dolphins, I would appreciate that. Okay, fine. Um <laughs> I mean, just <this, laughs> sticking on uh Aaron Donald then, let's go let's
2: go with the Rams. Um, I mean obviously um you know they've they've got a few high profile pieces donald as i've just mentioned they've still got ramsey um you know we've seen how effective they can be at just being an absolute shutdown unit um i think they've got a very good front seven and i think that their secondary as well um led by jane ramsey gives them a fantastic opportunity in pretty much every matchup um including the the big boys when they come up against teams like the Bucks. when they come up against you know maybe later in the season kansas and stuff like that like I don't think the Rams have any reason to be scared of any offense in this league with the the pieces they've got on defense.
3: What yeah, if um, either Ramsey or Donald go down?
2: Yeah, well, if that happens, it's fucked. But I mean, we, what happens if a media hits my house next week? One thing on the is there are
3: defenses Depends in the in league. There are, there are defenses in the league where, you know, it doesn't kind of rely solely on two star players. And I mean, this isn't to say Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey aren't two of the best of their position groups because they are obviously um. but they're just two players like we saw when Aaron Donald went down how it affected them in the playoffs last season I think that would be an issue yeah. if,
1: some, if something were to happen obviously to be I fair that's gone. an issue they stay, take a step back this year That that is an issue as well with the Rams just in general so they've got mm. very little depth and that's what happens when you trade yeah. away your top picks every single year you that's get some true. superstars but you have no backup and the bottom half of your roster isn't as good. And I mean, yeah, Stan, you're right, they are going to take a step back though.
2: Maybe it's a plan. Maybe they've just got an incredible medical team that they're like mm. you can keep these, these never players healthy no matter what. They're like by the end of the season, they'll be like half robot with bionic limbs they will just given out to the to the stars.
0: Mm. I'm surprised yeah. no one has like, no one's mentioned, or including myself, I they slipped my mind briefly, but um, no one's mentioned the best defense in the NFL yet.
1: Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Slusive, I, I, I was thinking
0: Wash. I was thinking Washington football team.
1: Washington football team are good. They, yeah, are, they, they are, are. so good, stacked. They are yeah, so the stacked. Defensive front
3: yeah. is stacked, and then, and the yeah, defensive backfield's not. Secondary is pretty good as well. Actually, they,
0: yeah, yeah, they got Will Jackson, Landon Collins, and Kendall Fuller. It's
3: stacked.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's I'd not. Uh, it's not. They're good, but it's not as on the same level as the front four is. Yeah. Oh yeah. To be fair. There,
0: yeah, their front four is going to be the best part of that defence. But I think, yeah, with Will Jackson added in and Kendall Fuller as well, and the season that Landon and Collins had also, I think that they're going to do bits this season. They're going to do absolutely bits.
1: Yeah. I think another good team that's sort of been forgotten <clears throat> a little bit is I think the Denver Broncos defence is going to be yeah. very good. Yeah, Pat Definitely. Sertain
3: actually looks really good as well. Pat
1: Sertain looks great. And the fact that they've got Ronald Darby and Kyle Fuller and Bryce Callahan at cornerback mm. as well what well, kareem jackson and justin simmons one of the best safeties in the league there mm-hmm. and then that's before you mentioned they got what von miller and bradley chubb as pass rushers yeah, yes. yeah no.
3: is bradley chubb
1: injured nice start. at the, start the moment no right. he's he's um that he is in a little bit trouble. of legal trouble but he should probably be it's one of the um lesser legal troubles that nfl players get themselves in if there's a scale
3: not naughty There literally is a scale for crime. Parking fine. Yeah, obviously, but I mean, in the context of the NFL. But yeah. Um, Can we talk a little bit about the Buccaneers and how great they're going to be as well? Um, Yeah, we can.
0: We had last year, though. Like They haven't changed.
3: Exactly. Literally. And that's why they're going to be so good, because we saw how good they were at the end of last season. Completely shut down the Kansas City Chiefs, by the way, in the Super Bowl. In case you weren't watching. And managed to... (laughs) Keep basically the exact same team going in with all that momentum going into a second year. I kind of favor them to you know be one of the best yeah. defenses as well. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah absolutely. Good. And the thing yeah. is with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I also have them on my list of best offenses as well.
2: Mm. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's a pretty good um, recipe it's
1: because, pretty good yeah, it's no wonder you could see a good Super Bowl team if you've got a great offense and a great defense, but their line is great. I mean they've got fantastic weapons mm. and then you've got um Timmy Brady back there sl- slinging absolute da- I forgot I was reading something the other day and you just forget these 44 years old mm. yeah that's stupidly old
0: he's it's like 2 old. or 3 years older than the oldest nfl player or 4 that's years an or something he's joke. He's, it's
3: no he's... red meat mate it's no red meat
1: that's the- <laughs> <laughs> Joe you said that if you cut out red know. meat you could probably make the, the nfl by the time you're yeah. 40 not worth it
3: Four six. You could cut a run for you still bad, make you London
0: Warriors, mate. Easy.
3: More like four four, mate. Look at Jesus, look at this.
1: Easy four four. I'm so I'm so glad we got a video show now. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> just catch on the Show I mean, obviously. Kansas City are gonna be in everyone's top three list for offense. I don't think we have to talk about it because it's nope. Kansas City. They've their their weakness was that offensive line, so hopefully they'll be able to run the ball a bit better this year. But the third spot, who have you guys got in that Cleveland. Spot? Oh sorry. Brown. Stan, you've been undermined by Joe's wave, so I'm gonna to have to allow him to go first.
3: Can I be a little bit biased here?
1: No, fucking, fucking Baltimore awesome. Ravens so, is the top as a top three offense. Mind. Mute his yep. goddamn mic, you it? No, no you are that crazy that I'm going to let you be biased to try and hear you. Yeah, who we
3: just signed? Can uh, I remove uh, from the squad? If this
1: is a, if this is an argument saying that because you got Lev Bell, you're now a top three offense. This is ridiculous. <laughs> He's not on your roster yet,
3: bro. No. He's on the practice squad. He's on the practice squad with the desire to play week one. Everyone's got the desire got to, play night night got the to play week one. I can point you I've got the desire to play week one. I think, right? Lamar looks amazing in what little we've seen out of him.
1: Yeah, not a bold take.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, is everything oh, else Jesus you're going to say that's going to have an issue
3: with. To... Rashad Bateman, fair enough, going to be out for a, a couple of weeks, realistically. J.K. Up Dobbins. to six, we, doesn't six it? Star. Is he at least six games? Dust Edwards, however, proven animal. Absolutely fine. <laughs> and I now think we he's bring proven Red to Bevan not be an to animal. Handle passing downs. That makes sense. That's all I'm saying.
1: It's just uh, a running top team three offense. Top
3: three
0: mean? offense. It's not better than the Bra- you're not even better than the Browns.
3: When Rashard get... Russian comes back, you know, I, I think our receiving core is significantly improved. When he
2: comes back, he hasn't we... played in the NFL yet,
0: fella. Pre season. It's like last season the Jags the Jags say, Oh yeah, we've got a mid tier offense because when we get Trevor Lawrence, it's gonna be amazing.
1: Outrageous. So is that your top three? They don't have Zach, top Zach, top Trevor top Lawrence, top. and the Jags. Oh <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's going to be, be
3: Zach Wilson and the Jets. No,
1: no my you... I
0: mean, be, you... mine <laughs> I'll be I'll Browns, it... Chiefs, and Bucks.
2: Are you serious? And seriously, none of you going with the Titans? Oh, Titans are my, my number
1: three. No, Titans really
2: are locked in at my number three, hundred percent. They've they formulated the perfect balance between. Receiver and uh, running back threat. Now they've got Julio Brown and uh, Henry.
0: I don't know. I just maybe I've got a slight bias towards the Browns offense because I've just been, I've been, I've been on the Browns offense train for a little while now. As it's been growing, and yeah. it seems like they, yeah. it's finally their year in terms of having everything they need to succeed in terms of the coaching as well. So it, I hope it works. It, but yeah, Ryan Ryan Tannehill is a is an MVP sleeper.
1: Yeah. Mm, no, nah. mm, mm. no. I don't think the Ryan starts, Tannehill starts, wins as many. If the, the Titans then. are going to be good, then Derek Henry wins the MVP before Ryan yeah. Tannehill does. Yeah. Derek okay. Henry runs
3: two thousand yards, easy. Actually, they've got an extra game, so Derek henry's almost certainly going to run two thousand yards.
1: Yeah, lock it in, Chompers. Lock it uh, in the chompers. thing; those two teams are actually pretty similar. I mean, the Browns yeah. have a little bit of an edge, probably at O line, and the and Titans defense. probably we're talking about the best offenses. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Barclay. Yeah, I'm not denying that the Browns they're, are a better both, team overall. They're
3: both some of the best offenses I'm really uh, interested to see what
1: Julio does at the Titans though. My, Please stay healthy for God's my, sake. My issue with the Titans is that two starting tight ends right now are Jeff Swayman, and Anthony Furzka. Mm. Doesn't matter. Okay, yeah. Jesse doesn't matter, doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> Move uh, on. neither neither of them are jono Smith is is more my point. Yeah, that is very true. That's too.
3: fine. You don't just replace a guy like Johnny Smith. You just, you know, I mean, they got a guy like Julio Jones. So just, you know. Have that is true, Julio, Julio Jones. Just throw the ball to him he's good at
2: football.
1: So <laughs> just have formations with more receivers on then. If so, that's really Joe, an issue. Joe, are you really, really going to stick with the Ravens being the number three offensive No, nah,
3: I'm interested nobody said the Buffalo Bills, to be honest.
1: We had this conversation nah. the other day. The O-line isn't a top-tier one. And they've
0: got
1: no, no running it's game. it's pretty good. It It's, it's not good. bad. It's not so bad.
0: It's good. It's not quite Carling.
3: There you go. No, don't say that, because carling's actually terrible. Yeah, no,
0: Carling cars. is genuine. Oh, well, now they're strong.
1: not going to sponsor us. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, don't yeah, sponsor well, us, Carling. Sorry,
0: we were waiting on that terrible sponsorship.
1: Joe, it was this close to going through as well. I mean, you've, you've just Joe, blown it.
0: Joe, Joe, yeah. what beer
3: sponsorship would you have us have? Heineken, obviously.
1: Weird. What, wait, what explain? <laughs> I'd
3: happily take in a sponsorship. That'd be cool. Why Heineken? Uh, I like Heineken. It's just like a nice. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, I don't know
2: what yeah. I don't know what else we're expecting from that. To be honest,
3: I mean, what? what yeah, yeah, I was surprised like, cool new edgy shortage Joe. and maybe. Yeah, I was. I was expecting <laughs> Brudog, uh, yeah. dog sucks. No offense. No, BrewDog. it doesn't. Punk, I cool is company, so Cool company.
1: It's a, it's a good. It's a good drink, but Joe is right.
3: Wow. However. Yeah, Buffalo, not just for, you know, what we Josh saw Allen. last year. Uh, Josh I mean, Allen's progression, you know. Uh, the, I mean, if you're uh, going Buffalo, game. you're
1: basically making an argument that Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs have a partnership that's better than literally anyone else in the NFL because that's what that offense is. Yeah. And then you may as well go the Packers because they've also got a run game. Yeah, mm. that's very true. This is a and the power scenario. line. Yeah.
2: I'd, I'd say I'd probably put Packers at two.
3: And honest. probably a better receiver for two. Too.
2: Potentially. I mean, at, no, I can't because of the Bucks. I keep forgetting
1: about the
3: Bucks. We so could go really Kansas City. But apparently, City. Joe thinks
1: that the Ravens are better than all of these. No,
3: no, 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 no. no. Okay. So without trolling, it goes Kansas <laughs> City. Then I think it goes. Um, the Bucks. Mm,
0: no. Come on, Joe. Come on, Joe. Can we get Joe's no. friend on the podcast instead of him? Because, like, she's probably knows, she's probably more reasonable. She's not. Oh, she's not. Okay. What
3: you think? Kansas City isn't the top. No, 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 right. one's no one's
1: arguing good with that. To
2: say the word
3: Bucks. Just say it. Keep us happy, Joe. I think the Bucks are probably the third best. Oh uh, no. Okay, okay fine. If you, you want to put them a the third, okay. that's no, fine. No, no. <laughs> I, I think actually, Bucks. Bucks are potentially one. Kansas City two, and then. Who are you
0: putting in 3G? Oh yeah, the Bucks are the top three offense. Ah, uh, you know what? They might be the best
3: in the NFL. <laughs> they might be. Well, I didn't say
1: the Bucks aren't the top offense. You just did. You, you were don't. just saying that. You, so, All right. You see, know what? You, we're moving on from Joe. You were struggling to get out. We're going. Um, we're going. City and we're going Kansas City and Bucks one and two, whichever yeah. order we want to put them in. That includes Joe there. Yeah. And then third, you got your pick, don't you? Really, out of Titans, Browns, Green Bay. I think the Seahawks are probably going to be good this year, but they're probably a little bit below them.
2: Seahawks ain't
1: bad. Yeah, Titans. I'm going to go. I'm going to lock in Titans. I would go. I would go with Titans. Green Bay, I think. All right. Well. Green Bay, so not the Baltimore Ravens. Joe thinks the Baltimore Ravens are better than all of those th- four that we just mentioned. Well, obviously, apart yeah, from the next tier- I mean, I put the Rams over the Ravens <laughs> right now. <laughs> excellent,
3: excellent. <laughs> <laughs> quite,
1: yeah, I'm not gonna lie, she's <laughs> making the oh whole God. thing work. Not good. Okay, let's, let's go ahead, you know, actually talk about some football. Because it's happening. Yeah, let's talk football. It's tonight. been what? Seven months since we've talked about an actual football game. run, just sort it's of abstract that talk. Month? Yeah. Well, I mean, just after the first week of February, seven months ago. Christ. Jeez. Dallas because Cowboys. <coughs> Tampa yeah, Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers are eight and a half point favourites because I put that in there because I assume we're all going to go Bucks with the win. So just a little bit of conversation going later. That's tonight, one twenty a.m. I assume we're all staying up to watch that. Joe is. Oh, yeah. Jo- Joe, people can see you. I know. Not many I'll of them, but they can. <laughs> yeah, go get your water. We'll yeah. we'll tread water until you do. It's fine. Nice. okay geez. Didn't mean that. <laughs> you found it. It was next to you. Are you taking the piss? No, it was it was tucked behind the curtain, but next. To hey, we have to. Can I put
0: up that ticker again?
1: Yeah. Get it
2: back up. Joe finds water. Um, <laughs> I'd I'd like to hear what you guys think about this, but like, I think this is going to be a sneaky high scorer tonight.
1: I agree. I'm up for Yeah.
2: I think we could be
1: seeing. Wait like, a minute! How uh, did none of us mention the Cowboys as one of the top three offenses? Yeah, Cowboys that's they're not. They're not.
0: They're top five. But they're not top three. Cowboys. So,
1: if
2: the it was top five, then it would be more spicy. Anyway, go on, Matt. Um, yeah, because, I mean, look, Cow- Cowboys defense, yeah, um, it, it was tough to watch last season. And I I think we've spoken about previously as well. They haven't really done a huge amount to be able to make it better um, so far this offseason. So, you know, you come up against the Bucs offense, who we've just said is a top three offense in the league. There's going to be points. Um, but the flip side is that, as we just mentioned, the Dallas, the Dallas offense is electric, especially now they've got um, Prescott back, who was amazing last season before going down. Um, I know, obviously, it's going to be a sterner test for them coming up against that Bucks defense, but I don't know. I, I think, you know, first game of the season, everyone's going to be maybe a little bit rusty, maybe a little bit loose in terms of, you know, getting to grips with what they're doing. Uh, Play-calling-wise, getting back into the swing of things. Um, you know, I, I, I think that we could be in, I mean, hopefully, for... You know, a 35 30 game, something in that region, I'd say would be, you know, what a way to open the season. And also, you know, not outside the realms of possibility for, for these two offenses.
1: Absolutely. I mean, the one issue would have with the Cowboys offense is that their best player, Zach Martin, is out mm. with COVID. So you just go let's tough. I don't know if Zach Line up, best player anymore. You don't know if Zach Martin's the best player? No. That's pretty I mean, about ice, three probably. Cowboys this week, and including Jerry Jones, all said he's their best player. Yeah, well, you kind of do when these things. In terms
0: of being up, most, there. in terms of being most valuable on the football field, though, it's gonna be Dak Prescott. So, yeah.
1: yeah, but pure best player, I would say Zach Martin is up there.
0: Right. Um, yeah, I I do done. agree with you, Matt. That this will be high scoring, but not not necessarily close. I think I do well, think that the Cowboys are gonna be able to score over 21, 20, maybe twenty eight points in this game. But the Bucks should really just steamroll through that Cowboys defense if they can find anything close agree. to the rhythm that they found themselves into down the stretch after their bye week last season they should absolutely steamroll i'm talking 40 plus points
2: so are you predicting are we having a garbage point a garbage time point haul prediction i don't
0: i'm not saying necessarily garbage time i think the the bucks will be able to run up the score themselves like whilst just staying in rhythm but i'm saying the cowboys maybe they they will be able to they might struggle early on, but they will score at least 28 points, I'm, I'm predicting, just because of the high power that offence possesses in terms of its skill positions.
1: Yeah, I, I'd agree with you. And to be honest, I think that the Bucks did a good job sort of protecting their corners in that game against the Chiefs. They're not going to be able to get the same consistent pressure, especially off the edge against this Cowboys O-line. Even without Zach Martin, is a better line than what the Chiefs had in that Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. So... I think the Cowboys receivers matching up against the corners of the Chiefs is a favourable matchup to the Cowboys. So I think it's going to be... I, I If I was betting, I would go under that spread. I think the Cowboys would probably cover it. It will be like about a touchdown difference. No,
3: no. I think the Bucs oh, are I'm gonna still going to score significantly more than the, the Cowboys, to be honest. Just look at the Cowboys secondary compared to the Bucks' secondary. It's, it's not even... A oh, yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah. They're not going I, to be able to keep
0: it that close.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, speaking about the, the the Cowboys' secondary, I do think that they'll be, they won't be as bad as they were last year. I don't think. I mean, even no. just as sim, as simply as you know, Trevon Diggs having a, another year under his belt. Um, you know, speaking about people being thrown in the deep end, he was absolutely thrown in the deep end last season um, at, at a position, but that's notoriously difficult to adjust to in the NFL. Um, so I think he's going to be a lot better. I, I think that unit in general, I think, will be... You know, I don't think it's going to be good, but I don't think <laughs> it's going to be the glaring uh, you know, chasm that it was last season for them.
1: Could be wrong. They got Pretty rid of actually. their defensive coordinator as well, didn't they? they it was, in, did, I was Dan did. Quinn, which means they go to that old Seattle one, and Dan Quinn yeah. was amazing in Atlanta last year.
0: Just flipping back over to the defensive side of the ball for Kansas City and like the Cowboys' offense, I, I wouldn't be surprised if C.D. Lamb popped off and had a massive game out the slot, like a big yeah, miss. C.D. Lamb's really good. Is Tyron Matthew? I'm not sure if he was back in practice to, um, yesterday, but he was out with COVID-19.
1: Tyron Matthew.
0: Tyron Matthew had COVID-19.
1: Yeah, but the plane the Buccaneers.
0: Oh, so, what am I on about? Sorry, I was thinking Super Bowl there. <laughs> <laughs> You said CD oh, Lamb. Are well, you all right? I was, yeah, I'm, I'm done I'm having a shocker. Sorry. Apologies.
2: It's a hot day.
0: It is a hot day. All right. Either yeah, way, CD Lamb wants to watch this season. He's got a quarterback <laughs> who can throw the ball properly. Yeah, it has been a very hot day today. I've, I've had a bit of a um, last season Joe Costanzo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. Cool out. Um, yeah, I'm excited but...
3: to see CD Lamb. CD yeah. Lamb is uh I don't even know if he's a sleeper because he was like. He was quietly good
2: last season as well,
3: right? He, he was yeah, quite good. But what I'm like saying the is, he's receiver for the Cowboys last season. Even with I Amari don't,
0: Cooper. I think I don't know. I think Amari Cooper did have an out, absolutely outstanding season. I,
3: I mean, talented. Like his his ceiling. Like it, it, I watched him thinking, like oh, he could be really good in like a
0: right. few years. Right, yeah. No, I can I can understand. I could see that can completely see that happening, especially this year with Dak Prescott back and a healthier line. Yeah, he's going to be able to see more targets, more touches of the football, and yeah. I do expect a big year from him.
1: I wonder if they'll move him around a little bit more rather than just keep him in the slot like they did last year.
0: It would yeah. be nice to see him move around, even if it was just pre-snap motions to help him get off the line and create, him, get himself in space, essentially.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was might have been because they're who who's their tight end? Do, not Dalton Schultz. Blake Jarwin, the one that played Yeah, Blake Jarwin. Did he get injured week one or was it just before week one? But he missed the entire, know, the entire season, so they basically had so, CD Lamb running tight M routes. Just seems up the middle. I mean, he was getting open as hell. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I think he's gonna be. You're right. He's gonna be a baller. Yeah, hundred percent. But everyone has the Bucks winning this game, right? Yeah, yeah. easily.
2: Yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't say easily. I'd stop it easily. Um, I think it'll be closer than people think. But I, I think it'll be uh, a
1: stonker of an opening game points wise it's going one that's actually yeah. going to keep you up yeah no falling asleep at half time because it's going to be lots yeah. of studies yeah
0: on the to- on the topic of opening games and the whole schedule I do feel like the NFL has somewhat rigged the schedule rig- rigged this schedule to produce the matchups we all want and I'm not complaining at all I think they've done a great job of it like every single matchup oh. we want to see is happening mm. like, they started all- to do that more mm. sure. I'm, a bit, I'm a big always- fan of it though because it's it's within everyone's best interest. It's within our best interest as fans and like viewers of the game because we get to see everything we want to see. And then in terms of like the NFL as well, they're gonna get better viewing numbers. So it works well for everyone. I'm I'm loving it.
1: Absolutely. Um, is this another matchup you're keen to see? Cleveland Browns heading to the Kansas City Chiefs. Just realised I've missed the word Kansas City off the banner there, but you know who the Chiefs are. You
0: know That's lazy. The are. I don't think
1: it's Ooh. lazy, I think it's just next <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean it's a, it's a game we should be seeing in the playoffs right
2: you think yeah with the talent levels on
1: both rosters but it doesn't
2: always
3: Cleveland Browns and sneaking the Browns. wild card I mean we did see this in the playoffs didn't we
1: we did but it was without Jedrick Wills and Pat Mahomes from the second oh, half Pat yeah. Mahomes
0: from,
3: not from the
1: second
0: Anything's, half was anything it? was possible
1: I, I thought I
3: it was like that. the fourth quarter when he came out do you
0: hate it
1: i don't hate it i think it's just overdone it was overdone mm-hmm. like one well, person did Chan- it and i was like hey that's funny and then everyone did it
0: yeah well, i did it on our social media page
1: oh i love that post <laughs> our social media is great check it out at uh, the drop back on everything you yeah, know loads of those
2: cool you
0: know posts. what while i'm at it i'm gonna go and follow it too so. <laughs> <laughs> do you well, not
2: follow us <laughs> that was horrible too much. <laughs> my god um <laughs>
0: Pages will say it's scripted. Back
2: to, <laughs> circling back to this game, um, I think this could be, this is a really interesting one. This is kind of one that I'd like, I'd prefer to see maybe not week one, but maybe when both these teams, have, especially on the offensive side, have like gotten into their rhythm a little bit and have got a few games under their belt. I think it would be a real firecracker of a matchup. Uh, I do wonder if, Um, the Chiefs could be a little bit there for the taking, though, in terms of with improvements that the Browns have made this offseason. Um,
3: What about the improvements that the Chiefs made with the offensive line?
2: Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, You know, I think it will be, I think this could be a real close one, to be honest. Um,
1: It's a a tough test for that Chiefs offensive line that hasn't really played, well, played no snaps together, because that's a strong defensive line, especially with Garrett and Clowney on either end. Exactly. Especially
0: for the rookies you've got on the inter- on the interior for the Chiefs as well with Creed Humphrey and um Trey Trey oh, Smith. Trey Smith, there you go, Tennessee guard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So if we if we're talking about that matchup of the Chiefs offense versus the Browns defense, what I'm curious to do if see if like the Chief Browns just throw Owisu Koramoa just straight in the deep end and just be like, right, whenever Travis Kelsey's isolated on that one side you've got him one-on-one yeah really because that's What's one of the things Travis kelsey kelsey
3: yeah. against well, little they... JOK. i love it Flew. i love it well yes. that's one
1: of the things that the chiefs do isn't they go in that three by one with kelsey on the one
3: that's why you drafted him just let him do that kind of stuff i think personally
1: because i'm not sure who uh, who else is on that roster that's going to cover a tight end i mean who, who's a strong safety ronnie harrison i don't think he's even that much bigger than jok
3: Okay, mm. was covering slot receivers to tight ends to anything that
1: like was just in that I mean, middle. Yeah, but there's doing it when you're playing at Notre Dame and you play a few good tight ends and slot receivers. Then then there's doing it against arguably <laughs> oh, yeah. the best receiving tight end yeah. in football. Exactly.
3: I say fuck it.
1: To be honest, just do it. <laughs> this is why you lost your job as DC, Joe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, he was now, DC at Bishop Sycamore.
1: Is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That would be a sick matchup, though. Could you imagine if they do? Like, if they do just, just be like, right, he I can is, this your, is your man,
1: lock him down.
3: Either that or just like big hits and stuff. That'd be fun to watch.
1: Yeah, if he gets on the field. Because, don't you say, didn't you say he was buried on the depth chart at the moment? Surely by the time game time comes okay. around, he's starting.
0: I mean, this was just off the intel I had from my sources, but um, they could be wrong. It's your
1: st- source, Our Lad's the website? <laughs> was it Google? <laughs> I would like generally do Inside quite of Stan Wilson.
0: <laughs> it sounds more professional if I say sources. Yeah. You need to help me.
1: yeah. I mean, also we talked about the Chiefs the new look O-line. Brown's new look secondary. Pretty tough test for them first game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: definitely. Um it'll be interesting. We spoke about a little bit about um sammy watkins not being a part of that offense anymore uh for kansas and what sort of impacts that will have i mean personally i think i don't think that will have too much of an impact i think we'll see a lot more mccall hartman um and in packages where he, he's set up really well to succeed uh and, and use that pace a bit more
3: um i don't i don't know so much about mccall Hardman, to be honest we've it's sort of yet to see Georgia, it consistently like, kind of like he's had a few games where he's you know Caught a few bombs and you know, been good, but like outside of that, I don't know, they've struggled to really do a lot with him with like mm. everything he could potentially do.
1: Like, we may see like a bigger year out of Demarcus Robinson as sort of the underneath guy because that's yeah. what they use Watkins for. That Hill and Hardman ran him off, and then yeah. Watkins usually ran it well, yeah, like a dig or an under or something like that. Hmm. I'm all
2: I'm also interested to see if we if um we see Clyde Edwards-Hilaire get going again. Um, I mean, last season, he started the season really, really strongly. a um, huge
1: opener night, didn't they, against the Texans? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it was sort of like, okay, wow, like, good pick. Um, and it just, it massively sort of tailed off, didn't it? So I, I wonder if, you know, he's had another off season to grow into that offense a bit more. Um, and just thinking about that matchup with the secondary, um, you know, that maybe they're going to throw a lot of man-to-man stuff, maybe that opens up a lot of plays for you know, a, a pass-catching
1: running back, like Clyde Edwards for that It's hard yeah. to play man-to-man against the Chiefs for a lot, because you've got to have mm. someone match up with Hill, and like, yeah. no one can do that all night We
0: saw that's what true. happened last time a team played, tried to man up Hill
1: And then they, what, is that Tampa well, Bay well, then and you... then they decided to do zone, and then it's like, oh, this works better
3: Let's stick oh, with it, yeah be
1: Yeah, that's true
3: um, bucks. did. Pretty good job by putting effectively just a safety on him at all times with the corner, right?
2: I mean, you'd anticipate they'd try and bracket him a lot. Um, it seems to be that that's that's the sort of formula that people, that teams are moving more towards when it comes to you know when a team has an an out and out stud wide receiver,
0: especially with the speed that he possesses. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And like, if you bracket him, it makes it a lot
2: more easy, but. I think in doing that, you're going to invertly open up so much space for the other weapons, which is why I think we could see someone like Michael Hardman or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire as well having yeah. a big night because you know that you, oh, you simply
3: so can't weapons on the, yeah you can't the,
2: you can't stick with with that many people when you're putting having to put two people on hill
1: otherwise he's going to kill you every snap yeah hundred mm. percent I mean it's been what success has looked like for them for the last two years basically three years. Uh, on the other side of the ball the um, Browns offence lining up the Chiefs defence we saw that you can run on this Chiefs team in the Super Bowl yeah. and if there's one team that's not bad at running the football it's going to be the Cleveland Browns this year. not
0: bad they're, right. they're going to have
1: to keep like, the clock churning long enough to Probably not the let the Chiefs option. get that big big scoring gains mm, that's going to be the key really
0: uh, it is because the, the Chiefs did add Nick Bolton during the seasons. they've got a new middle linebacker who is a bonafide solid run stopper. He's not going to offer you much more as we've said in the past but in terms of being a reliable run stopping guy with great instincts, I think he's going to be the best that they can get at the yeah, moment. I'm looking forward to see, seeing how he fits into the NFL because obviously we saw the success he had against Najee Harris in the Bama offense so hey, this is just a big step up. Stopped him on the goal line like twice, didn't he? Hell yeah.
1: And Stan, do you want to say you're a little Tyron Matthew bit now?
0: Oh, my little Tyrone Matthew. Well, some of you yeah. may not know, but Tyrone Matthew has been on the COVID list, and I'm yet to I, I'm yet to find out from my sources whether he's returned to practice or not.
1: <laughs> I swear to God, if your sources is Ian Rappaport on Twitter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just I just really? knew he'd be on the COVID list, and he, he could have returned to practice yesterday, but I'm not sure if he did or not.
2: Still, I think you'd be cutting it quite fine for him being able to play this weekend, if I'm not massively yeah, mistaken.
0: Yeah. test negative.
2: Bit, yeah, they're taking quite a precaution.
1: That, uh, that means he's he's double vaxxed and has been in close contact, doesn't it? If he's on the COVID list but not ruled out. So I believe. I mean, so, it yeah. must do at this point because then you need mm. two negative tests on two different days. Well, this is. Yeah. I mean, that's another storyline to bloody watch this year, isn't it? People try and get to grips with what the COVID tests mean.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, hopefully
3: people like
1: they'll is be able Cam to Cam get... Newton on a team yet?
3: Cam Newton's
2: no. not on a no, team. He he's not. Can. He's not done with football.
3: Do you reckon says, any of that that Cam that Cam. is kind of
1: you know? Say so that again, Joe. Do
3: you reckon any of this COVID Ted's not nonsense um, that happened before he got kind of cut, is like putting teams off or what?
1: No, I think it's because people aren't really sure what Cam Newton is right now. Mm. I think if they that worked him out, really they are. saw either way, they'd be more likely to pick him in.
0: I could see him going to the Broncos, maybe, if Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locks fuck up.
1: But... Yeah, that's cool. Someone really smart must have put that in the group chat. Um,
0: <laughs> I should do that.
1: I don't know. We've got, we've, got, we've got no one really smart in the group chat. Don't be silly. It's bad group chat. The uh, writers' uh, group chat's great. Yeah, because there's two of them that actually know what they're talking about. Alex and Dan know what they're talking about, yeah. Uh, Odell Beckham, does he bounce back against the chief secretary? Maybe Sans Tyron Matthew. Ooh. Yes. Big comeback play.
2: I'm going to say yes. I think OBJ is going to, like, it would just be so on him. Like, the amount of. I feel like in the last couple of years, people have really sort of gone in on OBJ about, like, you know, even to, the extent, even to the extent where people are questioning whether he's, like, a number one receiver in the NFL. And it's like, he definitely is. It's mm. Odell Beckham
1: Jr. Like, Twitter does you know, have a way of getting ahead of itself, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. I mean ridiculously. Oh, so, a couple of guys said this guy isn't good. Oh, we must all hate him. Exactly. Hmm. So
2: I mean I, I think I think not just in this game, but on the season, I think OBJ is gonna is gonna be a big year for him. But I think in this game, um yeah, I think he's I think he's set up to succeed. Again, the the Browns have got a few different weapons in that offense. They could even go like two running back look with with Hunt and, and Chubb and then really test the defense assignment wise there. You know, you've got other receivers, Landry's one of the best in the league in terms of doing the underneath stuff.
1: Um it's the best in the league at what he does. Best in the league at what he does. Um, you know, Dan, uh,
2: Stan mentioned uh, Donovan, Donovan's Peoples-Jones, his boy yeah. as well. Looks exciting. So, again, it's the same sort of thing. You've got a good level of talent across the the whole offense um, that you can use in loads of different ways. So, I think OBJ should, hopefully, if he can stay healthy and he can sort of build on that relationship with uh,
1: with Mayfield, you know, there's a lot of potential there. Does anyone have the Browns winning this game? Fuck mm, no. I don't
0: know, but I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Can they cover the spread? Yes. yes. Will they? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not yeah. asking you to predict the bloody future stat. I think the Chiefs think? are
3: going to win by a field goal. <laughs>
1: Chiefs by a yeah, field goal. I think
2: it will be... I'm, I'm with you that with that It'll one. I think closed. it will be something along that,
0: that level of closeness. It, it really wouldn't surprise me, though, if the, if the Browns do come away with this one. Like I've, I've picked the Chiefs to win our pick but which will be returning this Sunday at 6pm if Joker Kostanza gets his
3: sheet in on time. Yeah, I've already sent is. my Pickums. You Are said you? you said send them in as a text, so I sent my list. Okay, fair play. I'll fill out your spreadsheet I done for mine, you. I have mine, so you should definitely I've, get a go me.
1: Yeah, I've, I've only done tonight's game. And then I'll That's think about right. the rest when we get to it. A bit of clear head. Clear head. Full eyes. Full <laughs> All right. So final Ooh. game. The other 9.25 kickoff. And we put this in there. Yay! The Miami Dolphins versus New England Patriots. And the only one without any stake in this game, Joe Costanzo, do you want to kick us off?
3: I'm well interested in this one. Do you know what? <laughs>
1: Good. 'cause it's a football game and we haven't seen it for seven yes. months.
3: <laughs> Battle of the Alabama Alabama quarterbacks. No. <laughs> Matt Jones and Tua. You know, we all saw Matt right like riling about how great Tua's records were at Alabama. And then we saw Matt Jones come break them the next year <laughs> with all the same pieces on offense. Actually two less receivers. Two less receivers in fact. Um so, yeah, I want to see what they're like against each other. I want to also see, you know, as Tua made the the leap of faith yet in his receivers. I mean, he looked okay in the preseason against Atlanta's second-string defence, but, you know. <laughs> I want a lot see to what be desired, like. that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm well excited for this one. I don't know about you guys. And they're both good defences as well.
1: They are. If, we st- if we're sticking on Tua and the offence now, I mean... They've got a good skill position set now. I mean, Miles Gaskin, yeah. right, we said, good for four yards to carry every carry forever. No more, Three. no less.
3: Three and the, a half.
1: You'd hope with an offense that is more designed for to a... Wait, have they got... Is it Miami that have got, like, co-offensive coordinators? Matt? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we that, I mean, that's never going to not work, right? But that O-line has got to be worrisome, right?
2: Yeah, I'm very worried about it um to be honest i think i was really hoping <laughs> well interesting um i was really hoping this off season. um i felt really good after the draft about what we had done um and the pieces that we brought in for agency and stuff like that the only sort of thing for me was like can we use this offseason to get the o-line settled and it's no. just not happened is, is, the, is the long and short of it like it's been a revolving door throughout the throughout training camp and preseason in terms of who's listed as starters, who's getting reps, who's impressing, who's not. Um, to the point where I, I mean, I can't tell you now who's going to be the start, who I think the starting O line will be for for Sunday because it's just been changing that frequently, um, which is a worry because you know what Bill Belichick can do defensively with, you know, not much talent, and I think this this Patriots defense has talent, so. You know, I, I am concerned about that. Stephon Gilmore being out is a help from a Dolphins point of view because he's obviously, you know, one of the elite, one of the top, top corners in the league, especially a man. Um, but ultimately, yeah, but man, yeah, that,
1: that cuts out a lot of what New England like to do is that put their put Gilmore on the number two receiver and bracket mm-hmm. the number one with their number two guy. So it'll be interesting to see how they adapt because is he out. He's out for six games as well, at least because he's on yeah the he's out list, for a little he? bit.
2: He is out for a little bit, um, which is interesting. It's an interesting position for the pages to be in as well. There was a lot of rumors about would he be traded, um, and trying to move him for value before um, you know, before his contracts up. Um, so that puts them in a bit of a sticky position there. But yeah, with in terms of this game, I I think uh, the uh, the only thing that I'm, you know, I think Miami will win. I'm concerned about how the offense will do, but I'm confident that, on a matchup to matchup basis, I think our defense is a lot better than their offense, and I think their defense is, and our offense are more sort of level in terms of the talent that they've got. Would be my thing. I I have got no faith whatsoever in that Patriots offense. I think Mac Jones will be a good quarterback in the league. I don't think he'll be a great top three, top five quarterback, but you know he does. Arguably, he doesn't need But I just think the
3: absolute devoidness of skill position players that they have in New England is
2: too much to overcome for a rookie quarterback.
1: Yeah, I mean, you've touched on that. It's the outside receivers that are the real issue on this page. Terrible. Of offense, isn't it? Um, especially in matchup when you've got Xavier Howard's Byron Jones, who exactly. should be able to cut blanket them basically all day. It will be interesting because what Miami do on defense, especially on third downs, where they're like, is it their amoeba front, You you guys call it? Yeah. when they're all, like, dancing around. Like, for blitz? a rookie game in his first NFL start, not what you want to be seeing. Yeah, that's a lot to that, take in. There's a lot to adjust to, and you you worry that's going to lead to some picks if you're, like, trying to throw hot, and, oh, God, is that, he's not actually blitzing. He's just standing there waiting for the ball. Yeah, I
0: bet Bill Belichick's been drilling him on that all offseason, though, purely because of the fact he's going to see it twice a year.
1: Yeah, I mean, probably, but there's drilling it, and then there's the first time you face it.
2: Yeah, I yeah say, Sam
1: Darnold was probably drilling to play the Patriots defense and he was still seeing ghosts on the sideline. Mm.
2: He was still throwing balls to the other team. So, like, there's not much you can do. And I, I, I mean, and, you know, not trying to come at it from a biased point of view, but I do think okay. purely because of those reasons that you said, Salute, like with the, the way that we run our defense, special third down, for a rookie quarterback, I think that's one of the toughest defenses to come up against first time round not necessarily because it's superstar powered or anything like that, but just because it's it's complicated
1: to read. Um, yeah. So yeah. I do like that your corners allow you to do that and just get crazy with it because you can yeah. trust them one-on-one against most guys. Um, exactly. Joe, we're aware that your dinner is getting cold and that is something that you cannot miss. So you'll let us know your thoughts on this game. I I mean, I already said,
3: I'm, I'm really excited to see what the QBs do. I, I do think that... Mac Jones, you shouldn't take Mac Jones for granted because he's shown, from what we've seen out of him so far, that you know he, he's he can adapt pretty well to the game. So you know, I I I think it's going to be interesting. Um I think it's going to be closer than you think. In terms of, I, I think the Patriots are going to score a bit more than you think, but I still think the Dolphins are going to win ultimately.
1: I mean, I'm expecting it to be a pretty close, gritty sort of game. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Same. I'm under no illusions that this is going
2: to be an easy a- easy test for the Dolphins. I think it will be very close.
1: Yeah. It's trying to a type of game. Like usually the saying is that whoever, whichever team has the ball last will win. But I think it'll be the opposite because these defences don't look like they're going to let someone march down the field and get a game winning drive on them. No. Too stable. Doesn't seem that way. Um, so, so Stan, what, what are your feelings on this one? is going to come out and talk. I'm going I'm
0: going Patriots all the way I think this is going to be a Bill Belichick masterclass defensively and the offense I think is just going to turn heads and the fact that it's going to be different from what we've seen the Patriots run in years previous it's going to be a lot heavy, a, a lot of heavy fronts 12 personnel with Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith I think Damian Harris could potentially have a massive game on the ground here Jacoby Myers is another guy you want to watch out for but this, this O-line is phenomenal and they're going to run I mean, the ball and they're going to run the ball a lot
1: you touched on it there as well, that um, they've actually got two great mm. tight ends now, and we know how much yeah. Belichick likes them, and the fact that he's able to go 7-9 and nine by playing... I can't remember, but it sounds like Acai, but I know... Yeah, end. yeah. I i was it in Lacroix or something like that, like a French...
0: Matt Lacrosse, yeah. Matt Lacrosse,
1: Lacrosse, oh. yeah. Lacrosse. Not being Able made. to win seven, seven wins with that, and the fact that they didn't have done to Hightower. That's pretty impressive. So yeah. Matt if is what he's hyped to be, which is, at the very least, a solid quarterback. They should be excited to see. I.
0: They're going to beat the Dolphins.
1: I think the Patriots will probably win. If it was in Miami, I'd take Miami. I think that's, that's a separator in this game. Okay. I think they're very tightly matched. I think Miami also... have better talent. Also, Joe, what we didn't hear from you, because you weren't here on the earlier podcast, can we have your top seven teams from each conference? Because I'm sure you've prepped. He's got one minute. you got one minute. Top seven teams in each conference. One seven seeds. No, I'm good. Thanks. All right, well, <laughs> tune into our podcast next week when Joe will definitely have that ready for. It. In fact, he's going to post that on our socials before Sunday's out? NFL games because he can't <laughs> use week one to, as a guide. All those socials available at the Dropback, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure to download our podcast and this live stream from all major podcatchers. Thanks, Britt Bullen, for giving us this platform. We'll be doing it every week now. It's great. The season's here, and we cannot wait.
0: You know what, as well?
1: We've got a website back because we're a little bit of of an issue, but thanks to the hard work of Matt Burns Peak and a social post from Stan Wilson website, thedropback.com. We've got articles, game picks, and all of our podcasts available from there as well. So that's the end of today's show. Thanks to Stan, Matt, and Joe for joining me. I've been Sam Lewis. Until next time, goodbye.
0: The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson.